What is up? DGA Eppers. We're here talking balance versus life. Yeah, we're talking about why balance is uh, a word you should just tread lightly with because most of your life you're going to be imbalanced, honestly. Yeah, and we want you to be okay with having different seasons where you're more focused on different things. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I just think the when people say I have such a balanced routine, I'm just like that's a bunch of bullshit because you're ranking something higher than something else right now, regardless if you even acknowledge it or not, and that is a okay. That is how you become successful at things is when you kind of you know there's like a saying out there I think that it says like the this might sound really bad but I think this is the saying it says like lazy people use the word obsessed with people who are like really driven with Mm -hmm. something. They call them obsessed because they're just lazy and they don't like understand um, what that's all about. And they think that it's not healthy to be super involved with one thing. They think that you're supposed to just like be involved with everything. You're crazy if you're super driven towards this one thing. And it's like, no, we actually aren't scientifically able to multitask and do everything at the same time. So you kind of have to be in balance. Multitasking is literally the worst thing that you can do for yourself. No, it's actually impossible. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Your brain just goes in every other direction and then you get nothing accomplished. I was listening to another podcast. I think it was Shalene Johnson. She says there's no such thing as multitasking because your brain cannot physically do it. It's called toggling. So your brain will toggle from one thing to the next, but it can never do two things Mm -hmm. at once. It literally can't. No, that makes so much sense. So you're toggling back and forth and draining yourself when you're trying to multitask. Yeah. So being very driven towards one thing is a very good thing. So we're going to kind of talk to you about how we have kind of went through different seasons and how we've kind of refocused and what's important to us. And we give you a little action step at the end too to take to figure out what you need to be focusing on. Yeah, we want you to really take action and figure out what is important to you and what you need to do. What do you need to change? What do you need to maybe give up or do less of in order to make that happen? Um, So yeah, so we're getting real in this episode. Yeah, so make sure to um, take a screenshot of this episode after you listen and tag us in your stories and kind of just share with us if you want, um, kind of if you've found your focus and maybe your number one priority in your season of life right now, and then hopefully you start working towards that. Um, And also go ahead and write us a review if you want to. We really appreciate that. It's like our little tip jar. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think that's it. That's it. All right. Can't wait to hear what you think. Um, I'm on social media at fitwith oh, yeah. underscore Jenna Locke. <laughs> Forgot to tell you our Instagrams. <laughs> I'm at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA effer. Like, don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, 
or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a bloop what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the ladder if you're not already there. You've probably seen, even on our social medias, hashtag balance, hashtag balanced lifestyle, things like that. And I know I'm so guilty of saying that. And I think when people say balanced, I think they mean well, but I also think that there's really no such thing as balance. Yeah. And maybe they're not you know, being upfront and like explaining what that even means because balanced in the mathematical world means 50, 50. Mm -hmm. And when people say they're balanced in their nutrition, they're balanced in their fitness. Um, they're not 50, 50, like they're just not, especially those people that you're looking at on Instagram that have like a six pack and all the things. Oh, I'm just balancing my life. It's like, no, you're not. No, 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 no. Not by that definition. So they might have their own definition of balance, which is totally fine, just Mm -hmm. as long as they're explaining to you what balance looks like for them. And that's what Jenna and I really want to touch on in this episode is like balance can be different in different seasons of your life. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on like what you're going through, what your motivation is, what your goals are, what you're looking to get out of X, Y, and Z. So for an example, you know, last... Well, I can't really say last summer because I wasn't balanced at all. But um, my well, my nutrition was like 100%, mm-hmm. like 100% clean. And my workouts were all like nonstop twice a day. It, I had no balance in terms of my fitness, um, but it was only for a short period of time. So, and I think that is the key here. Like in different seasons of life, you're going to be more focused on certain things. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to decide where your focus needs to be. Yes. So think, I mean, thinking about Lauren last summer, she was training for her fitness competition. So like she said, her workouts and her nutrition were like a hundred percent. It was like all I thought of. It was like the only thing I focused on. So let me, so let me ask you that. Do you agree then that it would be very unrealistic to say that you had balance between your fitness and your social life and your family, like that was not happening. No, I would say my social life was like on hold because I couldn't really, I mean, yeah, I went out to dinner with people, but I like really couldn't eat. I couldn't get a cocktail with anyone. So, and that was the sacrifice I wanted to make because of what I wanted to accomplish. And I was okay with that at the time being, but it's obviously not something I would do forever because obviously right now I'm nowhere near that. Um, and I think that's really important to talk about because thinking about this summer, we're both in a very different mental state than you were last summer when you were training for that competition. My goals have completely changed from last summer to this summer. Like I don't, my goal right now, I think is just to be happy and feel energized. Yeah. Yeah. That's like really ultimately what my goal is right now. Me too. And I think back to last summer when, when she was doing that competition, we, our husbands and the two of us, we joined a volleyball league. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were terrible. We were 0 and 27. Yeah, it was really bad. We lost every single game. Yep. But we had a conversation the other day and we're like, wow, if we would have done that again this year, it would have been so much more fun Mm -hmm. because it would have been way more relaxed and we would have gone before and had a couple drinks. It would have been like Mm -hmm. a very, just a different experience because last year, neither of us were drinking because our fitness was taking precedent over everything. Yes. And, and like she said, you know, this year it's not that we don't want to be like 
super fit. I mean, obviously I'm always wanting to be in great shape, but I guess what's changed this year too is the whole physical side of things. I've kind of cared less about like I'm more into how I'm feeling on the inside. And so if something's going to, you know, benefit how I'm feeling on the inside more than it would be my outside, I guess I would kind of lean more towards that. So like going out with my friends is like super important to me right now because it makes me happy to be around them. It makes me happy to go enjoy a meal with them and have drinks with them. Yeah, it might take my six pack away <laughs> a little bit, but like, what do I want more right now? Do I mm -hmm. want a six pack of abs? And I'm not saying that's bad if you want that, but you have to be willing to sacrifice some things for that. Mm -hmm. And I learned that the six pack was great, but I would rather be happy and hang out with my husband and go get ice cream every once in a while and go hang out with you guys and have drinks. And but but I'd rather still, do that. But still be fit. Oh, and, yeah, I'm still fit. And active and healthy. And yes. I think that is the difference. And that... That was something that I learned. I thought for my whole life that I was not good enough until I had a six pack. Mm -hmm. Or you, you thought, oh, I'll be so happy when I'm finally in a size two yeah. or a size zero and I have a six pack. I'm going to be the happiest person ever. Yeah. You don't realize what it takes to get there no. and that you're sacrificing a lot of the things that actually do make you happy to get that. Right. And I, I think I learned that through you when you were training for that competition because I saw, you know you were cutting carbs and you weren't drinking and you weren't having any dessert and you were 100% on. And I think that was one of the biggest things I learned was that I don't ever want to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and some people do that like for the long term. Like I knew there was an end to it. You know, I was training really hard for like three weeks. Like mm -hmm. my diet was freaking psychotic for like three weeks straight, which doesn't sound like a really long time, but try it please for three weeks. And you will be like, hell no. Mm -hmm. Um, but I knew there was an end game to it. So, you know, I think that's why I stuck to it so strictly because I'm like, this isn't going to be a forever thing. But some people try to make that a forever thing and it's just, it's not going to work. So I guess right now my balance looks like I really want to focus on my fitness business. So I'm really like heavily focused on that. And I think that might be my big chunk right now, that and my son, um, and like, yeah, I still go out with my friends and things like that, but there are some sacrifices I have to make in terms of like, okay, do I do X, Y, and Z? Is that going to take away from the one thing that I'm really trying to push for right now? Mm -hmm. And so some people might look at my life and say, you know, you're not, you're not balanced. But for me right now, this is the balance I need I feel in order to be successful. I feel the exact same way. And I feel like, you know, you and I right now are in a season where we're working really, really hard mm -hmm. and working way more hours a day because we we're just, launching a business. We're launching a business. We just quit our teaching jobs right. to do this full time so that three years from now, our husbands can be home with us. When the balance will look different. When it, the well, balance will be more of we're putting a lot more emphasis on traveling mm -hmm. and being with family and friends and enjoying the fruits of our labor. I mean, we'll still obviously be running our business and things like that, but mm -hmm. like it'll switch a little bit. Like right now it's super heavy business and our husbands, we've kind of had to have a, you know, a heart to heart with them at times and say like, 
you know, we still, obviously they're super important, mm-hmm. but they, I think are starting more to understand that this needs a lot of attention. And I think they're okay with like, like Chad's doing a really good job of like filling his day. Like he's going golfing right. and <laughs> stuff like that. And Nick's like working outside right now on like the deck. And it, it's just nice to know that they understand that it's mm-hmm. not balanced. And, and I think that's another tip for you is if you are in a season where something has to take a lot more priority than something else, maybe talking to the people that you're close to that are maybe used to you putting them very high priority. Um, just having an honest conversation with them and just saying like, listen, this is something I really, really, really want. And this is something that I'm going to have to kind of put a lot of attention towards. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I I'm not going to put attention towards you, but you just have to understand that this isn't going to be forever and that I really do need to focus on these things. I think if you don't talk to people, if things are switching and something's getting a lot more attention than normal, then it could cause some friction. Um, But I think being open with Nick has been huge. I think so too. Yep. I feel the exact same way. Um, And that has really made a really big difference in us for our relationship and all that. And I think he... Chad is seeing the same vision that I have in the future Mm -hmm. now. And I think that really helps because the more you're open about it and talking about it, like he's getting excited about Mm -hmm. it too. So, and I'm really excited too. We are uh, taking the boys with us to our national conference. Conference. I'm so excited. They're going to have so much fun. And actually, if you're listening to this episode today, we're in smack in the middle of that conference. Yeah, we're actually there right now. So you can watch our, this is weird because we're recording this before, but uh, yeah, you can watch our Instagram stories and Mm-hmm. Catch all the fun. So in relating, because I know our podcast is a lot about, you know, fitness and health. So in relating to your like fitness journey, let's say you're starting one and let's say obviously your family is really important to you. Your friends are really important to you. Maybe your job's important to you. Um, and, and there's a lot of things obviously that you probably rank super important, but you really want to lose weight or you really want to feel more energized or whatever. You might have to take one of the things in your life and not like push it away, but you're going to have to rank this a little bit higher in the time being. So you're going to have to think deep about what's one thing. Maybe it's like you watch your show every night with your spouse. Okay. But maybe you need to meal prep. Maybe you have to prep Mm -hmm. your meals for the next day. Instead, why don't you have a conversation with them and tell them like, this is my vision. This is what I see for myself. This is why I'm doing this. And it's really important to me. Is there any chance we can kind of compromise on this? And maybe, I don't know, maybe they help you meal prep, or maybe you can have the show on while you're meal prepping in the kitchen. But, you know, I think a lot of the times when we talk to clients about, you know, getting on their health and fitness journey, they have a hard time of kind of pushing some other things to the side to rank their fitness journey higher in priorities. Um, and then they fail because they don't put an emphasis on it. And it's not like your health and fitness will be a part of you for the rest of your life. However, it eventually becomes like second nature after you've done it for so long. So yeah, it's going to be a whole lifespan of things. But when you first start, it's going to be like pretty high up there mm-hmm. in terms of like, you've got to make sure you're meal prepping. You've got to make sure you're getting your workouts in. And it's going to feel kind of like, I don't want to say a job, but kind of, it's something you have to like keep reminding yourself to do because it's not second nature. And then eventually it'll flip. Mm-hmm. It'll just be like something that naturally happens and now you'll have something else that you can put in the forefront to work on. Yep. Um, so and and two, I think it's important to kind of even tie in last week's episode with with drinking because I mean Lauren and I are at the point now where we do go out and we do drink and we enjoy being social. 
but we've given up the binge eating when mm-hmm. we've drinking, like mm-hmm. when we're drinking, when we're drinking. <laughs> but that's kind of the piece that we've let go. And we've had to kind of learn that. And, and I will say, I mean, I, when I was really trying to lose my weight at first, I had 35 pounds to lose because long story, but I, for our wedding, I got myself in shape in great shape, but I didn't do it in the healthiest way. So then once we got married, I gained 35 pounds back and then mm-hmm. was looking at losing that again. So, and that was when I got started with everything that I'm doing now and I'm still doing now, but I had a hard time with cutting out treat nights on the weekend. And like, and we've done podcasts on that about, you know, pizza and alcohol and everything else. Mm -hmm. And it took me a really long time Mm -hmm. to get to the point where I had finally lost all that weight. So I think it's important for you to think about that. Are you okay with it taking longer Mm -hmm. or do you want to be a little bit more strict and get to your goal faster? Mm -hmm. Like that's just going to be up to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was even thinking just like with 4th of July was recent, you know, um, and like barbecues and things like that. And this is what I mean by, you know, at first when you're on your fitness journey and these holiday things start creeping around, it's gonna probably spark a little bit of anxiety. I'll just be honest because, you know, maybe you've been doing really well and, you know, you're used to binge eating at these things. You're used to diving into the cookies and going nuts and, you know, it's just a habit that you've developed over time. Um, in the beginning of your fitness journey, it's going to be a little bit challenging. But I was just thinking, you know, going to these things now, I'm just used to filling my plate up with mostly vegetables and fruit just because that's what I've trained myself to do. And I never, but I don't register that I'm actually doing that. I know. Because um, we were at my sister's actually recently and we had like a little cookout or whatever. And they made like Brussels sprouts and broccoli and salad and we had watermelon. They also had... Um, like macaroni salad and mac and cheese and, you know, things that are a little bit more starchy and stuff like that. And I noticed, you know, as I was sitting there eating, I was like, wow, my plate is literally like half Brussels sprouts and salad and watermelon. And I had a hamburger. Um, and that was like my plate, but it was like, not, I I didn't think about that. I didn't sit down at the table and say, okay, well, I have to fill my plate up with half veggies, but there's this macaroni salad over there that I really want and I can't have it. Mm -hmm. That didn't even go through my brain because of how consistent I have been. And I just stuck to it. Even in those times where I was craving the macaroni salad and I really want it, I just stuck to it. And now eventually people look at me when I'm at a barbecue and they're like, you know, you don't have to eat like that. I'm like, like what? Yeah. It's just, (laughs) I know. What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm just eating. This is great. Like, you like it and you enjoy it and that it fuels you and you feel great about it. I know. I'm the same It's not way. normal for a lot of people, though. They're right. used to getting the cookie and the baked beans and the mac and cheese and the hamburger with the bun and mm-hmm. um, whatever else. And and then they see somebody else who's been you know doing this for a while and they're naturally eating more plant-based. And they think, well, this person must be on a diet. Right. And, right. You're, and, that, and I'm like, what do you know? No, this is just how I eat. Like yeah. this is just a normal, this is what I would pick every single day. Yep. And and that is the goal. That's where I'm at too. And I honestly never really thought that I would be able to say that. And I can. I'm there too. And mm-hmm. that's our goal for all of you as well. That's why we do these podcasts. That's why we run our online health and fitness groups. That's why we get other women set up with the same tools that we've used because it changed our lives so much Mm -hmm. so that health and fitness is just kind of a natural thing. Yeah. It's not a diet. It's not a, it's not even a 
thought. It's just like a natural Mm -hmm. occurrence and that will happen for you too. So I guess going back to balance, um, there isn't really a perfect balance and different parts of your lives. You're going to value different things Mm -hmm. and roll with it. But I think being open with yourself and open with the people around you when you do have to kind of have an imbalance, um, I think it's fine. I think it's healthy to have an imbalance of, you know, pushing really hard for a goal is really good for you. If they say the most unhealthy, unhappy people in this world are the people who have no goals and no um, path towards growth. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, I haven't set a goal to hit for myself in years. And maybe you're finding yourself feeling a little bit down and self-conscious and insecure. I'm telling you right now, if you set a goal for yourself to accomplish in like start, set like a small little goal. That's going to only take like a couple weeks to accomplish or something. But they say happiness literally comes from growth. So if you've stopped growing, that might be why maybe you're, Mm -hmm. you're unhappy and you're not seeing, I don't know, like I've felt like that for a while. I mean, I think after having Cameron, I felt like, okay, is my life now just going to be me taking care of my son. And it's just going to be the same thing every single day, like Groundhog's Day. But I realized I had to set some goals for myself and still push towards those goals and still be mom. And I found my happiness, like, oh my God, like Mm -hmm. shot through the roof. Yep. Absolutely. Well, and I was thinking even when I was teaching full-time, I was teaching fourth grade, I was running a business full-time. I was trying to work on my, my own mental game and physical and nutrition, all of it. And it was overwhelming. So I focused in hard on my own journey and my own routine. Mm -hmm. And my routine took the biggest chunk of my time Mm -hmm. and and the most of my energy. And once I got myself into a solid routine where I was doing personal development every single day and I was getting my workout in every day and I was meal prepping and I was pouring into myself, everything else got easier. Mm Mm-hmm. So I kind of did the same thing last year when I was running the business and teaching and doing my fitness stuff and doing all of that. Um, and it, it might sound bad, but I mean, as an educator, I, you can go balls to the wall as an educator. And if that's something that you want to do, like that's maybe your big priority. Maybe you want to be like this stellar teacher and everything else is probably going to be put to the back burner. Like your health and fitness will probably put, be put to the back burner if you're wanting to be like this stellar at your job. And right? that, that's where I was for the first mm-hmm. six years of my teaching career. And then I, I almost woke up one day and I was like, who am I? Like mm-hmm. I lost part of myself in that. So it I takes had a lot of energy. I had to get that back and I mean, we have a whole podcast episode on how how and why we both quit our teaching jobs to do our coaching businesses full time. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say, you know, when I really dove into my fitness, um, I still, I think, was I was like a good teacher. Like, I still cared for my students. I still showed up. I still still did yeah. those things. But I, once again, most of my energy went into my fitness journey because that's what I cared about hardcore at the time. And my teaching was just a little bit below that. And, mm-hmm. and so I guess you have to, and when we talk to people and they're like, I just don't have time for this. I just can't do this right now. It's like, okay, well then let's just be honest and take the bullshit excuses out and just tell me this 
thing that you're wanting me to do or that I want to do is not that high of a priority. The other things in my life are way higher. This is below it. That is why I'm not doing it. I am so sick and freaking tired of people giving me dumbass excuses of like, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have, it's like, shut up. You don't care. Like you don't care about this. Like, let's just be honest with ourselves. You care about other things and that's fine, Mm -hmm. but stop with the excuses that you can't do things. And it might not be your health and fitness journey. It might be you wanting to get a certain job, or maybe it's you wanting to be a stay-at-home mom, but you you can't get it figured out. Okay. Well, that's just because you're putting other things above what you really want. Maybe you watch too much TV. Maybe you're on your phone too much. So you're taking up all this time that you could be doing something else with. Maybe maybe you're sleeping. Maybe you're sleeping in. Maybe you're not getting up earlier. Like they're, they're, Everybody has the same amount of time in the day. It's just a matter of how you are spending that time. And I think you need to just get real with yourself about what what do you want, what are your priorities, and whatever it is, you need to be okay with the understanding that that chunk of time, like there's a bigger chunk of time that needs to go into that Mm -hmm. at this season in your life. So I think this would be an action step for you. I think this would be really cool for you to do. Get out a piece of paper. Write down um, everything that is a big priority to you right now, like things that you're like, okay, I need to spend time with my kid. I really like to work hard at my job. I really enjoy Netflix, like whatever it is. Like, let's just write out things that you spend a lot of your time doing that are important to you right now and rank them. Mm -hmm. Seriously, rank them. Like, because if you're just sitting here and all these things are running through your head that you do, you're, you might be prioritizing Netflix above something else that you actually need to be, mm-hmm. be spending more time on, but you don't really like maybe realize it. So writing out all the things that you do maybe, um, and then kind of ranking them priority wise wise in terms of what you want. And then be honest with yourself. Am I actually putting the priority on that thing that I ranked number one, or am I ranking something else? Number one, that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be eye opening for you to do. And I think I need to do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like be super honest with myself about what I'm ranking higher and have a wake up call. Yep. So I think we all need wake up calls all the time. I think so too. For sure. Yep. Okay. Well, all I right, think well, that's, that's about it for today. So tag us in your stories. We want to know what your takeaways are from this and let us know if you did have some, some kind of wake up call from this episode and let us know what your priority is going to be. Yep. For sure. Okay. And if it's uh, fitness, we start our 100-day challenge next week. So. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Me too. July 29th. Game, game on. Game on. <laughs> Till next time.